It is Thursday morning, June 20th, 2019. I'm Len Adolph. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sam Sell Sells Real Estate. Fastest 20 minutes or so in real estate information. We're here with you at least a couple days a week. It is a crummy Thursday morning, but we're here with you. And we've got some great information coming up. Again, just quick reminders, we don't do advertising. You get to hear the whole podcast front to back. Nobody's pitching you except for us. And more importantly, if you have an opportunity to press that magic button when you go up on the Anchor website, you can leave a comment, you can leave a question. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to get right to it. Let's talk to Matt Putt. All right, everybody. It's Thursday morning. It's a nasty morning here in the Northeast, but we've got some great information for you. Uh, Matt Putnam has 30 years of SBA, Small Business Administration experience. He's no stranger to be an early entrance to SBA teams expanding their banking. Uh, he's previously been with CIT, Banco Popular, and TD Bank. Uh, Matt is a business loan specialist. It's just not a fancy word for sales. Uh, being a business loan specialist includes educating entrepreneurs, on the benefits of an SBA loan, helping them determine if an SBA financing program is the best solution to meet their objectives and to bring them through the sound bank process efficiently and on time. Matt, it is a pleasure to have you, bro. Welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Happy Thursday. Yes, to you too. Uh, you know, Matt, when I think of SBA, the sick mind that I have, I think of the World uh, Wrestling Federation. Well, that I'm dating myself. But uh, the head of the SBA is none other than Linda McMahon, who is the uh, wife of Vince McMahon, who runs the WWE. Uh, I know that it's not about wrestling money from the government. Why don't you talk a little bit about what the SBA does and uh, why they're providing these particular benefits? Uh, great, great, great intro, Len. Thank you so much. The, the SBA programs are basically out there to entice lenders. Um, encourage lenders to uh, provide access to capital to small businesses who qualify under the programs, you know, access to capital. And so typically when a bank um, looks at a, uh, a loan, they have their own conventional requirements that they would like that uh, business to fit in. And many times these small businesses, they just don't fit within the requirements of what typical conventional bank financing will look like. So the SBA has several really good products out there that help encourage these lending institutions um, to, to basically lend to small businesses. So, you know, why would a small business be declined uh, under conventional financing? It could be a whole bunch of reasons, Len. It could be lack of collateral, uh, lack of um, historical repayment ability. It could be a startup. So some banks just don't lend to startups while others sure. might. Right. Uh, the, you know, it, there's several reasons on on why a a um, a small business would be declined, and and that then opens the small business up to the SBA programs, which will hopefully provide some access to capital for them. And what does the SBA do? The SBA guarantees the funding or helps encourage the lender by by financially backing part or all of the project. 
Well, it, it, it really depends upon the program that's being utilized. But one of the big flagship programs that the SBA has is called the SBA 7A Guarantee Program. And that's actually a relationship with the SBA and, and the lender, like ourselves. We have a, a relationship with SBA. So when we promote, uh, we provide capital out there to a small business um, person, they, we, we get a 75% or up to a 75% guarantee from the federal government. So okay. it encourages us to look at that guarantee as possibly a secondary source of repayment ability sure. and, and kind of assume a little bit more risk than we would typically assume on a conventional loan. Now, you and I have met because of my work as a mortgage broker. Why is it that so many times when I say SBA, people cringe? What is it about SBA versus conventional that people's misconception causes them to react that way? You know, it, another really good question, and it happens all the time. So the, the SBA programs are, they're not a, they're not a scored program. They're actually a full analyzed program, which means there's some documentation that's going to be involved. So the SBA has their documentation. And a lot of these, Len, they're not hard. They're just forms that need no, to be course. filled out. Right. Um, so that part's easy. You could fill out another two or three forms and, you know, that's not going to take a lot of time. But the, you know, the lender themselves has to be able to look into the credit and analyze the credit to assess the risk, make sure that it's eligible. So the borrower needs to be eligible for SBA or borrowers, the business needs to be eligible for SBA, the uses of proceeds needs to be eligible for SBA, and there's a whole write-up that that lender has to put together or that we have to put together in, in order to, you know, get our approval and comply with um, uh, the conditions that we need to to secure our guarantee. So, so the it's process- the time issue, I guess, is the thing that people become concerned about, but in reality, uh, it, it shouldn't be a concern. Uh, I mean, it, you have more it, experience in dealing with that, so I'll defer to you. Well, it it, it really shouldn't. So I, I I coach my borrowers on, for instance, we 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 do finance some startup businesses, and the first thing we ask for is a business plan, and the business plan has to talk about you know the business, what it's going to do, the market that it's going to compete in, the competitors, et cetera, et cetera. They're right. also going to put together um, a list of projections over a couple of years, and they're going to have some notes and narratives on those projections. And every time I ask for one of those, Len, everyone goes, oh, that's, that's a lot of work. And as I tell them, you're getting into business, you're going to hopefully be granted a lot of credit. Um, that you're going to need to pay back. You're going to have your own equity investment into this. Wouldn't it make sense to really put things down on paper and make sure that you feel super comfortable yourselves with, sure. with, with moving forward and the ability to then, um, educate the, uh, the, um, the lender in regards to what's going to happen so they can assess, uh, the risk, um, associated with the loan. And once it's all done and the business plan is put together, which isn't easy. It's, it's, it's a harder task. The, um, in this example, you know, a lot of my borrowers go, I'm, I'm really glad I did that because I understand my market better. I understand, um, you know, how I'm going to compete uh, a lot better than I used to. Yep. Yep. Do you find that many of your clients wind up doing the work themselves or retaining professionals to do it? You know, um, I, I, I encourage my clients to 
make sure if they do hire a professional to do it, they, they've got to be involved. For instance, if we stick on the business plan and creating the business plan, uh, yes, they could probably go out and, and have somebody complete the entire business plan, but it's really not their business plan at that point in time. Right. Um, they, they really need to be involved in working with um, a, a business plan provider on providing them with the detailed information on who their competitors are, where right. they're going to compete, how they're going to price their product, how many employees they're going to have, what their costs are going to be so that they best understand it. And they can have somebody put it together for them, <laughs> but just to have somebody else go out and create a plan that they never really opened up the first page on, that that's not going to work for us and many other lenders out there. And sure. usually how that's caught is we start asking them about the plan and they just don't have any idea of what's going on. And that well, it's just not a handoff is the basic point, man. Correct. It's not a handoff. they got to be really involved in creating the plan. Hey, uh, Let's take uh, just a minute. I want to do tip of the day. Just hold on. We'll be back in two seconds. Well, let's go to our tip of the day. I actually gave this tip at a seminar I gave just a week ago. And here's the tip. When I practiced law and I was upset about something that somebody said in a letter or a phone call, I might, in reaction, draft a letter. And an angry one at that. But I won't send it. I won't make the phone call. I'll put the letter to the side of my desk and give it 24 hours. When I come into the office the next morning and I feel the same way, then I do what I have to do because I had a chance to digest the information and make an objective decision and not an emotional one. I know it's hard to do that sometimes, but it's a great tip and it really does work. That's your tip of the day. We're back with Matt Putnam, Sound Bank, SBA expert. Matt, somebody comes to you. Uh, I've got a startup, which is generally where I think most of my inquiries come from. Um, how do I go about it? What do I do? I'm a novice. I'm relying on you. Tell me how I move forward. Uh, typically, typically, when people call us and they have a startup uh, business, the first things that we're going to be looking at is what is the scope of their project? Uh, are they going to be leasing real estate? Are they going to own real estate? How much of equipment are they going to need? Um, we need them to overlay uh uh, a, a lot of expenses that they might not be aware of in, in that project. So, Right. I was going to say that, be- Matt. Enlighten us a little bit more about that. You and I just had a conversation. It's your point of view that, generally speaking, most borrowers have no comprehension of what they need and always underestimate themselves. Every single business that was a startup that I've looked at, the borrower's project cost was not. And in addition to startup businesses, of course, you have standard businesses who have been in business more than two years and, you know, meet that criteria that will come to the SBA for financing. And I believe one of the benefits of financing with the SBA is the percentage of funding that you can receive, which is rather significant. 
It, it it definitely is, Len. So a lot of a lot of my other clients that are not startup businesses, these are businesses looking to either a restructure their debt, but a lot of them are looking to acquire additional um, equipment, uh, purchase commercial real estate. Happens to be a biggie, and and the reason for that is the SBA uh, promotes a um, a higher LTV loan that's typically out there as far as a conventional loan. So right. to give you an example, you could have a borrower that's looking to uh, acquire their commercial real estate. Just for as, a, as an example, the commercial real estate's a million dollars. You know, for every dollar they put into that uh, piece of commercial real estate, it's a dollar that they don't have to um, buy inventory, market, hire right. employees that will actually provide, you know, um, uh, bottom line net profit if they, if they, and deploy that capital, you know, that way, as opposed to just bringing it into a piece of commercial real estate. So the SBA, you know, they want to make sure that we as a lender are following some prudent rules. So we, we do like when a borrower is going to bring in some injection, but maybe the injection is limited to 10%. So you have a million dollar piece of property. The borrower is coming in with a hundred thousand dollars and the loan structure is nine hundred thousand dollars. It's a higher LTV that they could get. Than right. going through a conventional route, which would be a much higher injection. Now, there is a little hitch to all of this, correct? There are some requirements that the SBA requires in order to invest in real property, uh, percentage of uh, space that you as the owner will be using. Exactly. Uh, so the, yeah, the, the SBA is uh, one of the eligibility points is when you're looking at equipment, it's all owner occupied equipment. So depending upon the type of property, uh, you know, typical rule of thumb is if it's an existing piece of property, the borrower needs to have a business that will occupy over 51% of the square footage of the business, uh, of the building. If the, um, if, if we're looking to build, because we do that too, um, if we're looking to build a building for that small business, then, you know, the, 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 um, the amount that they need to occupy is going to be increased, uh, substantially to, you know, 66% with right. the ability, um, to expand into that, uh, business, you know, over a short period of time. Matt, I, uh, I'm going to give you a, uh, a shot. We believe in shameless plugs here. Why don't you, uh, talk a little bit about Sound Bank, where you are and, uh, why somebody should give you a holler? Absolutely. And I appreciate the shameless plug. So over here at Sound Bank, our SBA team is, uh, is a real boutique team. Uh, we're rather small. We're never going to be the largest SBA outfit out there. And we really take a lot of pride. And being able to lend across the country. So we lend from Maine all the way through to California. Uh, we look at all uh, SBA eligible transactions. And so that could be a business startup, somebody looking to acquire real estate, uh, biz- buy a business, um, you know, buy a partner out of a business or di- re- uh, restructure their existing debt service. Let me throw and- one other thing out here so people are not confused. SBA is not for investors. It is not for investors. Correct. It's not for investors. And, you know, our, our attack on the marketplace is to be able to first identify a transaction with a borrower, walk a borrower through what the, what that loan structure will look like. And then as a team, we move the ball down the field. And so because we're small, 
We just have a handful of people over here. Uh, we sit down and we all fully engage with our client. So I'll give you an example. And for us to put out a letter of intent on a transaction, you know, I've spoken with my senior credit officer and my chief credit officer, and we feel we can get our hands around that deal. It's not a commitment, but we feel we can get our hands around that transaction. And um, we want to invest our time and invest the borrower's time on creating the package that's necessary for us to review and uh, and hopefully approve. And if you had to be honest, <clears throat> in terms of time, generally, how much more time does an SBA loan take as opposed to obtaining conventional financing? I would say you're probably looking at another 15 to maybe 30 days. But let me throw this caveat in there. One of the reasons why the SBA um, loan seemed to take a little bit more time, and many times these deals are a little bit more complicated. There's more moving parts, and that's why they're here at the SBA sure. looking for financing as opposed to going through regular uh, commercial financing. They've tried the commercial financing route. They, it failed. They didn't get their approval too many moving parts on that deal. And and so that's one of the other reasons. These deals are slightly more complicated and just have, you know, a, a lot more things to review in it in order to get a decision. So folks, if you're out there in America and you're looking for somebody who knows what the hell he's doing when it comes to SBA, I mean, you heard Matt, there is nobody in my opinion that has more knowledge uh in 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 doing SBA loans and in providing excellent guidance and service to his clients, Matt, uh, I'm thrilled to have you. You and I are doing business together, and uh, this is not the first time you're going to be on the show. So I really appreciate you being here. I appreciate the opportunity, Len. Thank you. Great. So there you have it. Another great piece of real estate-related business information that you're not going to find anywhere else but here. Sam Sell Sells Real Estate. We love bringing this stuff to you. Thanks, Matt. Matt Putnam, Sound Bank. You need SBA information. He's the guy to go to. Thanks, Johnny Samson. Thanks, Jen Valia. Thanks, John Gerhardt. Thanks, Biomedia. Thank you, Maxie. Thank you, Noe. I love you guys. Thank you, Maynard Ferguson for Birdman. Thank you, listeners. We can't do it without you. We're here to help you. We're here for you. Make sure you put Sam Sell Sells Real Estate on your must-listen-to list. And don't miss an episode. I think we got four, 24 episodes in the bank. And we're coming to you with one more this week. Have a great day. Stay dry in the Northeast. The nice weather's coming this weekend. Hang in there, folks. Take care.